Saving for retirement is a daunting task, but it shouldn't be. Let's talk about how in $50,000 a year, you can save more than a million dollars in your retirement fund. Welcome back to the Potentially Podcast. So glad you decided to listen again. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe if you are enjoying this podcast and share it on all of your social media. We need to get the word out there. We need to get more listeners to this podcast. I'm having such fun time doing it. This weekend, I spent a lot of time working on that intro music that you heard, finding what I thought would be the best. I hope that you guys enjoyed the music. I hope that it's something that is going to make this podcast a little bit better, a little bit more professional. So anyways, getting into today's topic, we are going to be talking about retirement planning. I know a lot of you out there probably just groaned. You're like, oh my God, why do we have to talk about this? I know, but it is important. It is so important. And as somebody who is 26 years old, I know talking to a lot of people my age, they just don't consider it. There's so many things that sound more important. You want to save for a house. You need to pay off your student loans. You need to buy this or that for your kids. And I understand all of that, but I promise you, I promise you'll thank yourself in the future if you start worrying about it now. It's so important. You need to consider what you're going to do in retirement. You aren't going to be able to work forever. You're not. Health concerns, you're getting older, all that kind of stuff is going to prevent you from working in the future the way that you work now. And it's up to you. No one else is going to save you. This is all on you. You don't want to become a burden to your family. You don't want to have to rely on Social Security or the government. I promise you don't want to have to rely on that, okay? So if you can be smart about it now, you can save for your future and you will thank yourself. So today's podcast is going to go over a few different scenarios of what it would be like if you started saving today versus if you waited until the future. Your biggest friend in retirement planning is time. The more time you have, the better it's going to be. Just think about it. When you are trying to pay off your bills or your credit cards or anything that gains interest, what just gets worse and worse over time? Your interest just builds and builds on itself and it's, it just feels impossible to pay off, right? It's basically the enemy. Interest is the enemy. But in investing and retirement planning, interest is your best friend and what interest needs to work is time. So the most important thing you can do is as soon as you get a job as an adult, as soon as you get that first job, you need to start putting into a retirement account. So this episode isn't going to be going over the different types of retirement accounts that you could look into. Um, I think I might do that in the future, but this one is going to be looking at how much do I need to be saving to be set? Because I think a lot of us question that like, okay, yeah, I know I need to save for retirement. I know that it's going to be important in the future. But what does that look like? How much money do I really need? And everyone has different answers. There are people that want to over plan. There are people who think they'll just wing it. And I'm somebody who definitely likes to over plan. I want to envision worst case scenario. What kind of money am I going to need? 
I think in the past, a lot of financial planners would just kind of throw around like, if you need a million dollars, like you'll be fine. If you have a million dollars in retirement, you'll be set to go. But I think that there's a better way at looking at that because it really depends on each and every individual case. So some people, a million dollars is probably fine. For others, a million dollars isn't going to be cutting it. It really depends on what lifestyle you're used to and what you want to keep in the future. People are living longer nowadays. Your money needs to stretch farther. I ran a scenario based on somebody making $50,000 a year, and that's kind of what we're going to be looking at today. So if you make more than $50,000 a year and you want to continue living that lifestyle, you are going to need more the scenario that I'm telling you. If you make less than $50,000 and you're comfortable with this scenario, then you can probably save less than a million dollars for retirement. So this scenario isn't going to be plug and play for everyone, but I think it's going to give you a really, really good idea of what you're going to need. So first of all, I want to tell you a little bit more about how I kind of came to the number. So the number that I came up with was $1.3 million that you would need in retirement. And I know that sounds like very overwhelming, very large number, but bear with me. We're going to get there and let me explain to you how I got the 1.3. So I assumed that you would be retiring at age 65 and I assumed that the money needed to last for 30 years. For some people, it might not need to last for 30 years, but I wanted to assume 30 years, people are starting to live longer. By the time we get to retirement, I mean, that might be average. We have no idea. So your money should last you from age 65 to age 95. Then I assumed that you would want to keep getting $50,000 a year. So if you take $50,000 a year divided by 12, you get about $4,000 a month before taxes. This is all assuming that you want to keep that $4,000 a month before taxes. But then you also have to consider inflation and medical expenses. So the average inflation rate in the United States is between 2 and 3%. So I went with 2% and I assumed that you would spend the average that an American citizen spends on medical expenses in retirement, which I looked up and the average was $285,000 in retirement. So if you spend $285,000 on medical expenses in retirement, that's the average. And that is what I put and I split it between the 30 years. Knowing all of that, when you start your very first month at 65 years old, you're going to be taking $5,500 out a month. And if you live until you are 95, by the end, considering all of those factors, you would need available to you $9,700 a month. That's kind of what I went with of what your withdrawal amounts would look like every month. Then you also have to consider the interest rate because When you retire, you're not just going to pull out $1.3 million and keep it in your bank account. That's not how it works, right? You're going to pull it out of your 401k or your IRA or your 403b or whatever it is that you have your retirement money in. You're going to pull it out. You're going to try to put it in safe and very conservative investment accounts to keep your money safe. So I assumed that your nest egg would continue making 5% a year. With all of that considered... You run from $1.3 million all the way down to $181,000 by the time you die at age 95. So that's how I came up with the $1.3 million. So yes, $1.3 is a little bit higher than you needed, but hey, 
you never know. There's always unexpected expenses. Plus, you might want to leave a little bit of money to, for your children. So that's how I came up with the $1.3 million. So knowing that, don't get overwhelmed. It's going to be okay, all right? It's better to know how much you need than go into it blind, right? If you know, then you can plan for it. So like I said, time is your best friend. I ran some scenarios of how much you would need to save every month if you started at age 25. Now, if you're older than age 25, that's okay. I ran those scenarios too, but I really wanted to show you how important it was to start young. So for these scenarios, again, I assumed that you're making $50,000 a year for your family. I didn't assume any pay raises, anything like that, because I like to be very conservative when I'm projecting for the future. I don't like to assume that I'm going to get these amazing pay raises or these career bumps or anything like that. I kind of want to plan for the worst. So I just assumed that at age 25, you're making $50,000 and at age 65, you're making $50,000. Then I assumed that you were going to be earning 8% interest rate on whatever account it is that you have your money sitting in. Now, the reason that I came up with 8% is because if you look up the average that the stock market yields over the past 100 years, it's about 10%. But you have inflation eating away at some of your returns of about 2%. So that's how I came up with you making 8% interest. Now, knowing all of that, we get to the big number. How much do you have to save every month to save up $1.3 million. Well, you would need to save $375 a month. Now, does that sound like a lot to you? It can kind of sound like a lot at the beginning, but it is only 9% of your income. Now, remember that if you're saving into a qualified retirement account, this is coming out pre-tax. So that means 9% of your income isn't getting taxed. So if you didn't save into a retirement account, you wouldn't be getting that full $375 a month. Anyways, you'd be getting less than that. It's not actually $375 coming out of your paycheck. It would be less than that. Most people get paid every two weeks. So if you consider that, it'd be $187.50 out of your paycheck. How's everybody feeling at this point? Does it seem like it's a lot? Not a lot? It's 9% of your income. Honestly, I think it's really, really doable. I think it is. I don't think it's out of the question to save that much money. This is why all of the other topics of getting your debt under control and everything else is so important. Because just think about it, that $375, that might be your student loans. Like if you got your student loans paid off, you worked really hard, okay, now you freed up $375. Or maybe you got your credit cards taken care of. Maybe that's how you freed up $375. Wherever it is, that you need to free up the money, you need to work on that. It's so, so important. It's something that I've always done. Yes, I've struggled a little bit with student loans and credit card debt that I need to get under control, and we're working on that, and I talk about that, and I'm honest about that, but I've always saved for retirement. Right now, I save 10% of my income into a 403B account. So the type of retirement account that I have is in a 401k. It's a 403B, but that's just based on because I'm a teacher, and that's the type of account that they have. Like I said, I can go into more detail in another episode of the difference between like 401k, 403b, IRA, if that's something that you guys would be interested in. So I'm not asking you guys to do something that I don't do. I save 10% of my income. I used to save 20%. I've gone down a little bit so that way we could get our debts under control. But the plan is in the future, as soon as my husband's working again and he's not in school, is to up our amount of our contributions. So I think 10% 
really should be the minimum bar that you're saving. And it's super easy to just go in and tell your employer, fill out the information that you want it automatically taken out of your paycheck. That way, you don't even have to make a conscious decision after that point. You only have to decide one time to be responsible. After that one time, the company does it for you. They don't even send you the money. It's like it's not even there. And again, remember, I'm not taking into consideration that you're going to get raises in your future. So let's assume that in the future you do get a raise and you're not up to the point right now where you feel like you can put $375 away a month. Okay, we'll start with $150 maybe. Let's just throw it out there. You start with $150 a month and then when you get a raise, you don't really give yourself a raise. You put that raise towards your retirement and you keep living the same way you're living now. These are all different strategies that you can try to implement to get yourself to the point where you are saving what you need to be saving into retirement. So now I'm going to show you what it would be like if you waited until you were 35 to start saving this. So let's say you wait until you're 35 years old, same scenario, you're putting away $375 a month. Instead of having $1.3 million in the bank when you retire, you would only have $558,000. You more than cut your retirement savings in half, in half, just because you waited 10 years to start saving anything. Now, this is assuming that you've saved nothing, okay? So if you're saving less than 375 along the way, it won't be this dramatic. But let's assume you save nothing because you're just like, well, I'm going to get my other parts of my life under control and I'll just wait. I'll get to the retirement thing in the future. I'll totally get to it. I'll start at 35. I'll be in my house. I'll have my student loans better under control. I'll be making more. It'll be fine. And then I'll start putting away the 10%, the $375 a month. Okay, that's fine. But you aren't going to be walking away with $1.3 million. Do you see how much time plays a role in it? You need time. You need to start saving as early as possible. If you waited until you were 35 years old, if you wanted million, again, assuming that you're still making $50,000 a year, you would have to save 21% of your income. You would have to put away $875 a month. That's crazy. Can you imagine having an extra $875 a month only making $50,000 a year? And you're 35 now. You probably got a couple of kids. You probably got a mortgage. Maybe you're thinking about getting a bigger house. All of these life things are happening. Do you really think you're going to have $875 to put away for retirement? Probably not. Probably not in the cards. So I ran the same exact scenario for 45. So let's assume that you decided, wow, all this stuff, life really got out of control. I saved nothing. I have no idea what I'm going to do, but I know I need to start saving for retirement. I'm going to start saving now. So you start saving when you're 45. Again, you put in $375 a month. Now that only gets you $220,000 when you retire. $220,000. That is it. You can't retire on that. How long is that going to last you? That doesn't even really cover the medical expenses that we talked about that you were going to need in retirement, let alone actually paying for you to live. That is not enough. It's just not. If you wanted $1.3 million and you waited until you were 45, you would have to put away 53% 
of your monthly income, which is $2,208. Does that even sound feasible to you? Does that even sound like something you'd be able to do? And I ran it for 55 too, but honestly, 55, it's impossible at this point. If you save $375 a month, starting at age 55, you would have $68,000. You would barely have one year's salary, barely. And if you're willing to put more in, if you are willing to put more than $375, it doesn't even work. If you put 100% of your income in from 55 to 65, which by the way, would be impossible, you would only have $762,000 when you retire. So do you guys kind of see how time is so, so important? So if you're in your 20s and you're listening to this podcast, don't be upset that you need to save all this money. Be excited. Be excited about the fact that if you only make $50,000 a year, you can be a millionaire by the time you retire. It's possible. All you have to do is save $375 a month. That's it. That's 9% of your income, $375,000. Now, a lot of people work for companies who match. So let's say they match up to 3%. So you put in 3%, they match up to 3%. Okay, now you're up to 6%, right? So if you only need to save 9%, that means you only need to put in three more. So you're saving six, they're saving three. So it wouldn't even be $375 coming out of your pocket. So if you're in your 20s, you should be super excited. And the reason that I waited to 25 to kind of like map out the scenario is because a lot of people are in school nowadays and they're not saving for retirement right at 20. If you are saving for retirement right at 20, amazing, you're doing great. You're gonna have even more at retirement, that's awesome. Now, if you are not in your 20s and at this point you are freaking out, that's okay, it's fine, everybody makes mistakes. You can always work towards putting in more. Let's hope that you've gotten raises, let's hope that you're making more than $50,000 a year or you can look at cutting back at expenses. You can look at all kinds of things, but I'm just giving you the raw, real numbers. And yes, the stock market could do different things. You could have a really good year. You could have a really bad year. Maybe you're banking on a lot of really good years, but to be honest, that's why we use the average because you're gonna gain money, you're gonna lose money. Stuff's gonna happen over the 30 years, 40 years that you're saving for retirement. All of these sh scenarios shouldn't freak you out. This should get you pumped. This should get you excited. This is what you should be planning on. This is what you should be working towards. So let's say you make less than $50,000 a year. Okay, well then maybe you don't need $1.3 million. Maybe you need less. Maybe you make more than $50,000 a year. Well, then you also need to be saving at least 9 or 10% because your monthly amount, the raw number needs to be up. You need to be saving more than $375 a month. And there's so many things in the future that we can't plan for, that we can't predict. Maybe we're going to have more medical expenses. Maybe we're going to have less. Maybe we're going to have a family member who's down on their luck and we want to be able to help them out. We can make all of these situations better if we just plan a little bit now. We will be better off in the future if we plan now. So I know I threw a lot at you in this podcast, a lot to think about, but I'm going to be sharing kind of the graphs and what it looks like over on my Instagram so you can see how much your yearly amount would go up by if you did save this and you can kind of visualize it better. Obviously over a podcast, you're just, you're just hearing me talk. But if you want to visualize the graph, what that would look like, I'll have that up on my Instagram so you can head over to the Potentially podcast and hopefully get a better look and get excited about how much your money could grow by. And if you are interested in knowing a little bit more about 
maybe the types of retirement accounts and what you should be looking for. I think I could do another podcast about that, talk about the different types of retirement accounts and the contribution amounts that you can do each year and things to look out for and talk about with your own financial planner that you have in your life. So if that would be something you're interested in, again, head over to my Instagram at the Potentially Podcast and let me know. I really hope that this podcast wasn't just scary and it was something that kind of got you thinking and we can talk more about this in the future and that you've really, really enjoyed today's episode. All right, guys, I'll talk to you again next week.